And that has been, well, that, that's all our guests on the Irish NFL show for Thanksgiving, a day of friends, tradition, family, football, no Emmerdale, no Coronation Street, Brian, but three games. Delighted to, I guess, now presented by Matchbook Betting Exchange, our sponsors, Code Irish NFL show. Look ahead to these three games on Thanksgiving, but uh, Colin, first off, great show today. Ah, look, the stellar lineup. Absolutely thrilled to be joined by the guests that we have. Some returning guests, some new faces, um, but we we're really thrilled. It's obviously a huge day in the United States. It's a day I think we all mark. But if you're an NFL fan, um, you always mark it in your calendar. Probably even bigger for me, given given uh, that my my all my in-laws are in the States and this is the time of the year when I'm generally over here anyway. But I think for NFL fans um, all over the, the world, this is what a day you keep an eye on because you know that there is going to be games throughout the day. And also, you know, um, I know Brian is going to be making his way to the Woolshed. I've spent many a Thanksgiving in the Woolshed as well. It's always a great spot. So there will be NFL fans enjoying this all over the world and delighted we can have a special show to celebrate. And Brian, obviously, there's been a massive Thanksgiving tradition with the NFL for many, many a year. Uh, in fa- on Thanksgiving in 1925, uh, the Bears played the Chicago Cardinals were you at that game do, do you remember it at all or am i just yeah. overstepping the market <laughs> no i thought that was important <laughs> I'm, I'm so i'm so sorry I, I i couldn't help myself but anyway any, anyway anyway it's, it's, it's good crack, honest, though, your time will come michael but first by the time your time comes i'll be retired um but look we get to talk about three uh games now and like i it was funny this week we i've seen a number of people say when are the lions going to be removed from this thanksgiving tradition because unfortunately year in year out the game itself doesn't seem to be too enticing but what i find is in thanksgiving and it, your column is right when the schedule comes out in april april may these days you look mm. at thanksgiving you know it's the lions but you always know in fact it's three standalone games on the day and you can't argue with that because once we watch red zone and various different games throughout the season it's nice to have the, you know an unusual day in a way to watch three specific three games six teams and some of which will have playoff implications not the first one the other two will and as for the show itself look great show and um, it's brilliant to put a thanksgiving show together with this and we we're very fortunate to have some great guests on some ex-players some media people and as colin said some return to the show but look we, we've got a stellar lineup thankfully we've got a stellar lineup and hopefully we get three great games which we're going to talk about now absolutely and the games you're talking about the triple header features three teams currently in playoff position and four teams of a 0.500 or better winning percentage recording this live at the time hoping that mark cockerel is going to send through his picks let's see if he does or not let's go to the first game the bears three and seven losing to the ravens on sunday column you were in, you were in soldier field going up at detroit lions oh nine and one i'll start with you colin can the Lions get a win on Thanksgiving? Because I, I, I think after the few weeks that we've had, that would literally take the biscuit. And we're presuming at the minute we're not too sure upon the time of recording who's starting a quarterback. Will we see Andy Dalton? Because will Justin Fields clear the, clear the concussion protocol or the ribs or whatever is going on? I, I, I've literally got confused. He's, he does not currently have a concussion. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> he, I he, he has a rib injury, though. Matt Nagy wasn't sure if it was the result of one hit or a cumulative um, kind of rib, rib injury. So just the punishment he, he was taking. And in fairness, Andy Dalton took a shot on the um, TD pass. He threw it towards the, the end of the game as well. He showed massive goals to stay in and take it, I thought. But the, the question for the Lions is... Will Jared Goff be fit? Obviously, the backup ball comes in at the, the weekend. Sounds like he probably has Irish heritage, given the name. Um, but he threw for, I think, 77 yards, if I'm not mistaken. That was the stat I saw. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that they probably they probably want Jared Goff back in. I thought that the, the Bears were okay um, at, on Sunday. I didn't think they they were terrible. They they were okay. I think they have issues. Obviously, the head coach is probably the the biggest issue that they have. But I think that they have some you know solid players on on defense, particularly in that third quarter. They were excellent on Sunday. They they swarmed the the Ravens. They were good in the secondary. They were good at getting to the passer. And I think that, that they'll probably, you know, be able to, to do that against the Lions team that as Brian pointed out on our Monday night show, you know, they they they're struggling and their head coach is, is beginning to make some kind of baffling decisions. Um, you, you would think that they would want to win a game, you know, which still you feel wouldn't threaten their uh, opportunity to, to pick number one in the, the draft. But he he's making so, some baffling calls They're They're just it must be very tough for everyone involved with the Lions right now. Uh, I, I'm in Michigan as we record this so you know plenty of uh lions fans around nobody with anything good to say about the franchise it is the truly the factory of sadness and i think that that is likely to continue for them i think that the bears will get the the win in the thanksgiving game um it's probably unlikely to be a classic it starts here at uh, half 12 so it'll be over early afternoon and i think that there will probably be better games um uh, over the course of the day and over the course of the season but i have the bears winning this one for all the faults of the lines um, yeah columns called out I, I was quite critical of their head coach on our on our monday show and they played well on defense for a large stretch of the season. But unfortunately, those performances seem to come on the road. In the last two weeks, they've been on the road. They drew that game in, in Pittsburgh, and the defence played well, and they got some takeaways. And then last weekend, again, they had takeaways on Baker Mayfield. But when they play at home, and people kind of get a little bit of a, an expectation that this might be the time in which they win, they seem to get blown out. The Eagles did it. People touched on it earlier in the season when the 49ers put a beat down on them, and they came back a little bit, but that game was well and truly over at that stage. So... They haven't performed to the, to the extent at home. But in saying that, this Bears team haven't impressed by and large this season. Like two weeks ago, or sorry, a couple of weeks back in Pittsburgh, everybody was kind of argumentative by the poor decision which the referees did, as opposed to how poorly the Bears played for large parts of that game. They didn't do, they had a great opportunity the weekend to beat a Ravens team without their main quarterback, and they couldn't get it done. I know some of that Bears fans are disgruntled by the way the manner in which the defeat happened in the end. I think the Lions are going to win a game this season. It has to be. 
they won't get a better opportunity oh. because I don't believe, I, again, at the time of recording, I'm not entirely sure whether Justin Fields will play. There's two arguments. For, like it's only a, When we say it's only a rib injury, it could have been a lot worse. He could have broken ribs. But is it too soon to bring him back in on Sunday and Thursday? And we've seen in the past, Andy Dalton is the kind of quarterback that will play well when he steps in, like he did last year for Dallas. But when he's asked to go and perform in a game consistently for the 60 minutes, he doesn't do it. I'm going to go with the shock. I'm going to pick the Lions. Um, even at this stage, not knowing who's going to be the quarterback, I think defensively they might do enough to hold, to stifle this Bears offense. That's been sporadic at the best times of the season. We haven't seen the Allen Robinson, uh, you know, you know, this season that we saw last year. Um, they haven't won the Lions. It's been a while since the, the Lions have actually won on, on Thanksgiving as well. I'm going to go with the shock. Um, I don't know why I have a sneak feeling the Lions find a way to win this game. Oh, right. Uh, well, Mark's going with the Lions as well. So I, I <laughs> do I go with the Lions with the crack? No, I don't. Uh, going on what you said about Justin Fields, are obviously at the time of recording. Sorry, folks, but I mean, this takes a lot to record and stuff, etc. But time of recording, Matt Nagy's not, as you said, not ruling out broken ribs for Justin Fields. Justin Fields is not playing on first. There is no chance in hell that's going to happen. And because of that, they're going to win the game. Andy Dalton's going to have a great game. He came on on Sunday and scored, uh, well, he scored two second-half touchdowns of 49 and 60 yards. I like Darnell Mooney. I like Marquise Goodwin. I think the Bears will have enough to get over the Lions. That being said, though, I do think it'll be a close game. I can see DeAndre Swift, who had a really good game, what, 130-odd yards on Sunday. Is it going to be Tim, Tim Boyle against Andy Dalton? Do we deserve that? Will I be watching Tipping Point instead? No, but... Look, it could happen. That could be the situation. I think Chicago will just about have enough. I think it might be an entertaining game. It's the third time in four years the Bears are going into Thanksgiving with an emergency quarterback situation. Uh, your point about the game being close is reflective in price and once we're discussing the game, Matt Brook, obviously, uh, our partners, will have provided the odds in this game. And at the time of recording, the Lions are plus three and a half point favourites. So it is tight enough. They are expecting a close game. The bookies are... You know, not sure in terms of where this game is going to go, which is reflecting the point that we think this one could be tight. And if if the Lions are to pull this off, and it will be a shock to do it, I think that pretty much rubber stamps Matt Nagy's existence as the Chicago Bears head coach. He's probably gone anyway. But if they were to lose this game, we talked spoke recently about quarter or head coach that potentially could go during the season. You'd wonder, you'd wonder if the Bears would make that jump now and start getting a shoe into getting people. In ahead of the curve. Nagy's at the wheel, eh? Nagy's at the wheel. Okay, tell me how good it's been. Are, are we going to do a wee bet with, with Matchbook for Thanksgiving? Is, is that happening, Brian? TBC? Uh, if you're asking me what the bet on this game should be, I would be going with the under. I believe the under is at 43 and a half points in the game. Uh, 44, I don't expect a high scoring game. Um, similar to a lot of games at the weekend where we were looking at the, how high the over was, for example. 50 points in, in Kansas City. We felt it would go under. It did. This game could go to, you know, whatever, where, where it goes in terms of the, the victory is irrelevant if you're backing the, the total points, I think, under 43 and a half points. There's more chance of the birdie bowl being built than there is of that game getting over 43 and a half points. I mean, are we doing an ACA with Matchbook, no? On Thursday? No? Yeah, or, yeah, or are we waiting for the weekend? Yeah, but the problem is we've got a mixed opinion on the game. Two we'll come two. back. We'll come back. Vegas, 5-5 five and five at the Cowboys. 7-3. Dallas losing against Kansas City 
on Sunday. Need to pick up perform column. Raiders losing to the Bengals. A lot of the Irish and UK fans, both Raiders and Bengals. I've seen that over in Vegas uh, on Sunday. Probably disappointed Raiders fans, but uh, a chance for the Raiders to really put a stamp down on a Cowboys team with a few injuries. Yeah, I mean, again, I think this is a, a game where both teams are probably not going to be at full strength because we're at that point of the, the season. But I had thought that the Cowboys would lose an arrowhead because I, I thought that it was going to be difficult for them because they were going to have an eye on, on Thursday. I mean, the, the Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving and it's always such a, a big event. I mean, we all, I don't know, um, I certainly remember Zeke jumping into the Salvation Army bucket um, back in his rookie year when he seemed absolutely unstoppable. And yeah, the Cowboys have all, all sorts of injury issues, but the Raiders just have issues across the, the board. And I think that the while you can overcome one major incident that might bring the team together, I think two major incidents involving a player and involving a head coach, it's very, very difficult to come together as a team after that. And I, I've, you know, um, it, it's, it's not the fault of anyone on the roster right now, the actions of John Gruden and Henry Ruggs. So you have to have some sympathy for the, the franchise and for the players that are there um, because they, you know, John Gruden and Henry Ruggs have to own their actions. And obviously, um, you know, they're, you can't, you cannot, you know, um, say anything about uh, either of them, but it has caused huge issues for the Raiders. And I think that that is one of the things that's really affecting them. It looks like they're playing almost kind of um, hungover. And we've seen Derek Carr come out and say, like, to put it on him. And I think he's trying to um, be a leader. But I think that this is a Cowboys team who I've said it before are very emotional. I think that they respond um, at times to um, you know bad performances, but I think they're also prone to, to going in and and um, you know being very flat. I think this is a game where they'll be up for it because of what happened at um, Arrowhead. I think that the Cowboys will have enough uh, to, to overcome uh, the, the Raiders. It could be a, a game where both teams score points, and I know the Cowboys are beat up, but I do think that Dak will be much better than he was on Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. CD Lamb looks like he's all, you know pretty much ruled out because of the concussion on Sunday. It's too, too quick a turnaround to get himself back cleared for the protocol and then um cooper the other wide receiver who's obviously on the COVID list looks like he tends to come back so again there's a few unknowns going into this game but at the same time um reflecting on a couple of games where the raiders have played recently played against the giants three weeks ago and Devontae booker went up and down the field on them and the giant continuously went with the run game and similar enough on sunday we saw in vegas where the Bengals used joe mixon to you know he's a he's a quality running back anyway but ultimately they used the exact same kind of uh, playbook, let's just run all over this Raiders defense. They're one of the weakest run defense in the league. And whilst the Cowboys might be struggling offensively in terms of wider savers, they've got Elliott and they got Pollard. And I think if they mix it up between the two of them, they'll be able to go up and down the field all night long on this Raiders defense. And I think they'll find themselves in nice red zone opportunities. And that's where you bring tight ends into play, such as Schultz and stuff. So I think whilst they might be out with wider savers, I think they'll still do enough, quite a, 
quite a number of points up on this Raiders defense and for the Raiders offense, I mean, for an offense to start the season so aggressively and, you know, explosive, you know, 30 odd points against the Ravens and um, similar enough in games thereafter. Um, it just hasn't materialised and you could put a lot of that down to the, as Colin was alluded to, the off the field antics of certain people. Um, but ultimately, the team is what we've seen in the past. They start the season well, they hit a certain point in the season and the second half season, they tend to go away and they end up with a negative uh, losing record. So for me, I think this is a great game for the Cowboys to come back off a difficult defeat in Arrowhead last Sunday, get themselves back on track. Cowboys will win and um, be a reasonably high scoring game. I think it'll be a decent enough game. I think the Raiders will hang in there till half time, but ultimately I think in the end the Cowboys will pull away and win comfortably enough. We can talk about America's team and we can talk about the reputation of some teams, but Cowboys on Thanksgiving, the pressure's on them. Jerry Jones will expect a win here and not just a win, like a Oh, get over the line with he'll want the Cowboys to win comfortably I think they will I, I think the Cowboys will do what they've done against the Falcons I really do which I hope doesn't happen as a neutral because that's the game where we're the most awake especially after that Lions-Bears game do you know what I mean we, we, we need a good game in, in, in the middle uh, I think the Cowboys are going to walk over the Raiders I can see as you said Brian that combination of Pollard and Elliott doing really well but more so that defence like talking about Micah Parsons, he had uh, two sacks, a forced fumble on Sunday. He looks so, so good. And I'm interested to see if Amari Cooper um, does play or doesn't play it. It's staying different, guys. Is it Wilson, for example? The amount of drop passes he had on Sunday yeah, in Kansas Wilson, City. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's nowhere to hide it in Dallas and Thanksgiving, is there? But I'm taking the Cowboys to win. So, yeah, yeah, I was just going to make a point. Yeah, I, I, I get just because there isn't, like, was it still a regular season game? And um, we touched on it earlier on when we were discussing the, the Lions game and discussing Thanksgiving. Three standalone games. The expectations on the Cowboys on Thanksgiving is, is huge. Um, last year they lost at home to Washington football team, but a lot of people felt they would have won that game and potentially went on to challenge for the division. And a couple of years back, in a similar enough scenario where they played a team from the AFC West, the Chargers went into went into Dallas and at the time when Philip Rivers was the quarterback and put a beat down on them. And sometimes they just don't tend to perform on Thanksgiving. I don't know what it is, whether it's just they're unfortunate against the team which they're playing or just the expectations of that day and the fact that our home is too much for them. But in this game, bearing in mind where the Raiders are at this stage of the season, I think we won't see that happen this in this game. Tomorrow, I think uh, we'll find that the Cowboys win. Final game, Buffalo 6-4 and four against the New Orleans Saints 5-5 five and five in the Superdome or as Hulk Hogan calls it, the Silver Dome. I'm not sure what it's called anymore, but we'll see the crack. New Orleans leads the all-time series against the Bills 7-4. and four. Um, And in weeks 10 of the 2017 season, they beat them 47-10. to 10. The Bills need a win, Colin. By God, they need a win after Sunday. Will they get one against New Orleans in the Sunday night football, Thursday night football, late night? I presume we're all going to watch this game tomorrow, yeah? I- I'm going to watch it, 100%. Well, I'm in the fortunate position of it being oh, yeah. time oh. for, for me. So, yes, um, I remember <laughs> last year uh, watching the 
the Saints and Alvin Kamara um, run all over the Minnesota Vikings. It was a uh, really what four, four touchdowns was the call, yeah. Four. Yeah, well, it was a yeah. it was uh, six. it was more six. six yeah, it, it, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor esque performance. I mean, he, everything Kamara touched that night was absolute gold, and just watching it was kind of jaw dropping. It was. Um, Oh, that was that was that was. I, I'm getting my holidays mixed up. That was Christmas. Um, I I, I was uh, the late the late game last year on Thanksgiving was cancelled because of COVID. Yes, um, I I I was I was putting the the Saints. I knew it was a, a holiday game, but I was going with the the wrong one. But yes, equally, Kamara um, did run all over the Vikings. They, but it's it's unlikely that he plays in this game. Certainly, what I the latest I've seen was that um, he would have been um, limited um, or I didn't um did not participate if the the saints had been training obviously this week on a short week that's not going to be the case they're just going to do walkthroughs so um i think that's a huge loss for for the saints and look trevor simeon is not an nfl a friend a, a starter right he can come in and he, in relief um but he he can't start he has um he's been an albatross for for the the saints for the the bills, I think what I what comes to to mind, and, and we talked about it on Monday's show, was the the running game. Um, Brian, you you highlighted the the issues that they they've had, um, and I'm wondering if uh, maybe they could, um, because I know he's he's suspended now, uh, bring in the Detroit Pistons center Isaiah Stewart. Uh, if anyone saw him um, breaking loose and uh, making a, um, a beeline for LeBron James um, with all sorts of bodies hanging off of him. Uh, he looked uh, like Javante Williams uh, on one of his angry runs. Maybe the Bills could bring him in to sort out the, the line. I think the good news for the, the Bills defense that gave up, you know, and, and we talked about this is a Bills defense that were number one statistically in the, the league, but they gave up 45 points to the Colts. The Saints are struggling. This isn't the Saints of old. Um, and I think that for that reason, the the bills will will have enough will get back on track with a victory i've no doubt look we talked about it sean payton is a wonderful coach he'll make it tough he'll make it difficult but i think he is hamstrung by the sheer number of injuries that the saints have particularly at qb doesn't matter what you have um, around him if you don't have a qb you don't have anything in this league brian the mark's going with the cowboys I should have said, yeah, my bad. There's a rough Sorry, one out there. Um, a month ago, Dennis Allen for a really good scheme in place for the Saints defense when the Bucks came to town into the dome, and everybody raved how 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 well performance was. They still gave up twenty odd, twenty seven points in that game, and it was a very high scoring game. And the Saints put up points on a Bucks defense which was struggling that time, and that's probably the only game which Simeon has really performed and we touched on the reason why we felt that was because he came into the game and the books wouldn't have schemed on him leading up to that game and um, what we've seen of late is what we've come to expect in that quarterback and this scenario is different because at the time the books defense wasn't playing well and this bill's defense with the exception of last weekend um have been playing very well and they'd only given up six passing touchdowns prior to last weekend yes jonathan taylor ran all over when he scored four touchdowns and Kamara was playing you could argue two similar type of running backs and he will have a day against this 
Bill's defense, but he's not going to play. It's unlikely he's going to play. So for me, I can't see how this run game for the Saints will do enough. I think the Bills defense in particular will rebound off a difficult loss. And Josh Allen will have a day. The Saints secondary is very good on the stage. They've got their players, but ultimately I think the Bills will put up enough points and I just can't see the Saints be able to live with them offensively. So for me, uh, Bills get a rebound win similar enough to what they got recently when they came off that difficult loss against the Jacks. They rebounded well against the Jets the following week. Then they lost last week against the Cousins. They'll rebound there, get their season back on track. And for the Saints, the season that started well, looked like they were going in the right path. They're starting, gradually starting to go back to what ultimately I think a lot of us expected at the start of the season. Mark is going with the Bills. I... I'm going with the Saints. I think Trevor Simeon's going to have a day. We're talking about emotion with Dallas. There's emotion in New Orleans. Drew Brees, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the sport, walked off to what an empty or majorly empty stadium last year, and he will be remembered for the player he was and the pundit that he is on Thursday night on NBC. I think the stadium's going to be popping. I've, I've got Trevor Simeon, who has won a Super Bowl ring. Let's not forget. I'm, I'm taking that. I'm t- the whole albatross coming, but I've got Trevor Simeon going for three passing touchdowns. Callaway two passing uh, or two uh, receiving touchdowns, and this the Saints win by a field goal, and panic sets in in Buffalo. Uh, that's my upset of the day, and I have to do that or else I'll go to bed. So that is my big upset of the day. I think Trevor Simeon, and the, the the Northwestern boy, is going to come good, boys. I want him to. He deserves to after uh, his. Uh, if that happens, the happiest man in the world will be one William Belichick. He will indeed. And I think that is what's going to happen. Let's see what happens. That That's it for the show. I can't believe we've got through that. If you've been sticking with us for the last two or three hours, really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the guest. It's been a great experience. And yeah, it's been a great Irish NFL show. Really appreciate everybody coming on, taking part, getting comments in. Boys, I want to thank you. I want to thank Marco. I, I, I want to thank Marco. I want to thank Marco as well. He's not here. But uh, I want to wish all of you boys um, a happy Thanksgiving, a happy happy Thursday to me and me and Brian. And uh, well, you know, Brian, enjoy your Thanksgiving. You're getting the turkey down to the wall. Yeah, Colin, happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, your wife, uh, Ria, and her family as well. Please pass on our best. And to everybody watching, Ireland, US, UK, Europe, the moon, wherever. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you at the weekend for week 12 of the NFL season. Enjoy the games. Get the turkey out. Send us your pictures. See you soon, lads. Cheers.